welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower. With me today, we got Kyle McIntyre. And on the line, I think it's the first time you've been on the main show, but we got uh, Mr. Doug Christ from 37 Effects. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Yep. Yeah, it's my first time doing doing with both boys. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, hey, look, I may be old, but I still experiment. Yeah. <laughs> can well, learn this old doc and learn new tricks. Best place for it. It's, it's easier now, we're, actually, because I give less accepted. of a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Go with it, baby. Hell yeah. Exactly. How's it going, Doug? Yeah, things are good. Things are good. Busy, but uh, good. That's not necessarily a bad thing. So There you go. Keep, keep you know. me out of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> keep yeah, you off the mean streets. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, get into the what's news with everybody. But you know, we're gonna start with Kyle. What's new in your world? What's shaking? What's grooving? What is good? I uh, I bought a custom knife. Yes, a bench made knife. Yes. Uh, so I did like uh, it's one of those like you log in. You can do like a you pick every side of the knife. It's like pick, create a skater, but basically, with a yeah, knife <laughs> with a real thing that <laughs> yeah. they deliver to you. Yeah. Um, and traditionally, like, I know I've talked about how much I like tan things, like... A tactical. Everything my, tactical. I have my tan watch on. I got my tan phone case. Tan got my tan belt. wallet. Yeah, dude. Shoes. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'll do a tan... I'll do a, a fucking tan knife. Yeah. And then once nice. I, once I popped open, like, the custom thing, I'm like, oh, shit. I might do something, like, out of my yeah. norm. Yeah. So I, uh, I did. I got... This, uh, it's a Tonto blade, so, which is, like, the super, uh, angular blade. It doesn't have, like, a curve edge like most knives do. Yeah. Um, and then I did hot pink. Yeah. And then the spine, so the sides are hot pink and the spine is, uh. Neon green. Yeah, like a zombie green with a, a black, wow. black blade. Like a, so, yeah, matte black blade. Damn. It, it looks like, uh, <laughs> a toy. It it's does. not a toy. You know what? <laughs> yeah, like you could like a child would be like, "Oh wow, that's really attractive." Looking. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but you don't have any kids, so no. it's like you're, or like your your little niece. You're like, check this out. Yeah, <laughs> <Somebody> just <laughs> look at this. <laughs> Pop that shit open. Pointy end that way. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, it is really sharp, and I found out the hard way. Obviously, when you're messing with something that's really sharp, the the ed, the end is like, I don't even know, but it it nicked my hand like my palm of my hand when i was putting it back in and i'm like oh respect the blade yeah <laughs> respect the blade you dumb fuck <laughs> like, check out this trick but yeah actually i was so, on oh go ahead go ahead the, besides you know the pointy end what is the purpose of the knife like is is it a does it serve a specific purpose as a utility knife, or is it just something cool to have? Uh, it would. I'm not be a like, knife guy. That's why I'm asking. It for me, it'd be like an everyday carry kind of knife. All right. Okay. So I've bought knives before, and I've lost them because they're like tan or they're black. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> okay. set it down. You're like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> and my yeah, you're my never wallet. Lose this one. Like I said, my wallet's already tan. It's like Your the phone. my carpet is tan. <laughs> Your phone's tan. Everything's tan. So I'm like, let me just change this up and see how well this works. Mm-hmm. It does um, look okay. cool. You have to post a picture. Yeah, but. it does look like a toy. Um, it looks very 80s or 90s yeah. kind of like color scheme. And that, right. that was kind of what I was I going for. I like the color scheme, definitely. I'll, I'll I'll post this up and you can see it. I'll send it to you tonight, cool. actually. Right when you're asleep, right, right before you go to bed, you're going to be like, let me look Excellent. at that knife. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm already in bed. No. no. <laughs> I'm recording from bed. It's late here. <laughs> um, I got one actually for my wife too. Um, not this sty- the the same color, but it was originally her birthday's like this month, so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna get her a knife. Oh, and as, as I was building it, I'm like, I'm gonna get myself a knife too. <laughs> well, I, I need myself a you know, gift while too. While we're <laughs> at it, save all that shipping. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that that's, sounds that's, like that's, a thing. And then it gets to the end. It was free shipping. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I don't think I really needed one, but definitely I'm stoked I have it. Um, I, I that's cool. Mentioned last episode, I got your pedal in. So the uh, fat guy little coat uh, yep. pedal. It's the fuzz that you make, and I finally got to play it I actually. Do? And I ran it through. Um, normally, I don't. I've been like going straight into the uh, DAW and playing, but I was like, I'm going to give this thing some justice and actually play it through uh, the 8030 that Brian has here. Um, okay. So the 30 watt uh, orange amp. Damn, that it sounds really good through that. And I was, I was like, well, it sounds really good on, you know, this guitar, right? My I played it with, started with the Cabernita and then, which has the, uh, the two. Brandon uh, Wound. Brandon Wound. Brandotronics uh, or whatever. Yeah, the... I want to say... Go- Brandotrons. Go- yeah, there you go. The Trons. Brandotrons. I don't think he has a name Filter for Filter Trons, me. yeah. It's their Filter Trons from right. Brandon yeah. Wound. So it sounds really good. Wound. Sounds really good through that. Um, I played it with the Sonic pickups, the Crystal Palace-like uh, pickups through the Telecaster. It's the Glacier Tees. There you go. The Glacier Tees. Sorry. Yeah. I don't mm. even know what I have. Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> damn. It sounds really good. It, that has a five a five way selector on it, and it's like every click is like a different sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that telly's pretty. Cool. Thank you. It's awesome. Yeah, so. it's great to hear about things like that. Just because you know I don't have all the options, so it's good to get feedback like that. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. And just playing in different scenarios and yeah. stuff like that, different amps, because maybe some people yeah. don't have yeah. a. Giant orange amp to play out of, yeah, <laughs> like a class A. Or That's whatever. true. And so, like, oh, cool. Let's throw. The, I let's don't see, even have one. See, see how that sounds. Or, <laughs> I think it's right. Cool. And then <laughs> it's not mine. I think um, when I play it, I play it like out of. Um, yeah, I don't even use my amp speaker. I use my two notes. So I'm like, yeah. it sounds good out of that. So, <laughs> and then right, and then right. I, I even tried it through um, my Meteor, which has like the the Ant- Antiquities P90 in it. Sounds awesome to yep. that too. Damn. Cool. I think. No, that's great to hear. I appreciate it. Even like messing with, because I only have a volume knob and a bridge pickup with that. And so just kind of messing with the volume, it's like, it changes. It's it's like very versatile, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of uh, the Northern Creeper from Daredevil. Kind of has that nice same vibe to where it's like, oh, it can get uh, sputtery. Yeah. But it's not going to get right. like lost in a mix. Yeah. It's still like in your face the whole time. Yeah. Because like you know some fuzz. No, exactly. And it's yeah. well, you and I, Brian, have talked about you know, at least my love and your love too for that for that Northern Creeper. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I was trying to style anything towards anything, but I mean they're they're old school noisemakers. Yeah, you know both of them in their own way. So that's uh, you know I, I couldn't ask for more of a compliment than being even slightly compared to that. Yeah, so. and I know you, that's cool. you're not in the same vein as uh, Johnny. Um. You know, it, he's p- building his pedals to play in a band, pr- pretty much yes. his band, yeah. which is a three-piece, just like garage fuzz rock, you know, in-your-face rock and right. roll band. It's like loud, loud bass, 50-watt, you know, half stack is like, let's crank it and go. And you're like, well, yeah. 
you're, I mean, you're playing situation, like you said, it's like yeah. playing at home, yeah. like, but you still like, yeah. oh, I like that style, and it works for like people who do play at home, and if you have it, you know, in a band situation, you could still cut through a mix and use usable, you know, not just be like, that's a cool sound. Yeah. All right, never use it. Yeah, Daredevil <laughs> makes some good stuff. Man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they do. But yeah, they really that's do. why I think with the uh, you know your your first uh, first pedal there, definitely a cool one. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And then my final what's new is I uh, started listening, and I'm not really a podcast guy. I don't really listen to po- I really just like turn music on and that's it. More of a t- tunes guy. Yeah. Um, started listening to some podcasts recently um, that I would like, oh, I'd never listen to that show. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cool. It's all right. I, but I, I really listened to it for uh, Tim Dillon. Mm-hmm. He was guest on um, Joe Rogan's yeah. podcast. And that... Literally, that's like for me, like the bro podcast. Even though so many people listen to it, it's yeah, ridiculous. Probably one of the biggest. Yeah, it is the biggest. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I, I do actually enjoy um, listening. <laughs> Tim Dillon's hilarious, and he like sneaks in on like he's been on like five episodes or something. Yeah, four, I think, four or five or something. I think they're 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 boys for sure. Like, <laughs> I I clicked on one today, and he's like the second guy. Like he's just yeah. there. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> are you living in that studio? <laughs> I think he kind of just like lives wherever he. Well, Joe Rogan's down in Texas. Yeah, and so then, he's uh, Tim still lives in uh, L.A. Yeah, but I think he's on tour so much that he kind of. Yeah, that's true. He just stops by. Stops by. Yeah. Anyways, I've been. Yeah, I'm. So it's kind of a big thing for me is that I'm like digging Rogan. Yeah, and I'm probably probably dip into some you know other yeah podcast, but. No, that's cool. I mean, you, yeah, you, you, I know you kind of like dip into like, oh, well, listen to some of the gear ones or comedy ones or whatever. Yeah. But you're not like an every week listener. No. I usually find my shows, I binge the shit out of them. And then, and then you're like, oh, there's nothing left. And then I'm like, oh, I'll move on to something else. And then I'll binge the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's usually my podcast <laughs> listening like habits. Yeah. I'm like listening, like got into war mode, which is uh Billy McCusker, which is uh, Matt McCusker from Matt and Shane. You know what? I do like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Billy and Spud. They're so out there. <laughs> They're just hilarious. Yeah. Two just normal guys who happen to have like a little bit of like, I don't know, of a following because of Matt and Shane. Yeah. One's a painter and one's like a trash truck driver. Yeah. And they just talk. So they're like, <laughs> they, yeah. they give their opinion on what's <laughs> happening in the world. And they're from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. But uh-huh. it, it's, it's, it's got a unique take on the world. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> a funny show. And then, you know, uh, so I'll like go and listen to all their stuff. And then same thing. I was like, you know, taste this gentleman or whatever. Or, um, but yeah, no, I'm, it's cool. You're, you're, you're definitely, Rogans are tough because like they're like a four or five hour Dude. deal. I'm oh, like, yeah. Yeah. You got to keep it at yeah. a crisp hour, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> we try. We try and do that. But, but um, not that we're better than him, but no, that's no, my no. what. That's my what's new. Nice, but you're digging digging the Rogans. Yeah, there you go. Get the Saint Rogan. And I'm not like listening to him like all in a row. I think I what I've been doing is scrolling through and like oh finding who yeah Colin Noir. Like that's a guy who I I know on Instagram. Not mm. know him, but I know of him. So I'm like I'm gonna listen to his take on whatever you know he's going through or whatever. Yeah, so. I would like to try. I mean, I know Bill Burr's been on a yeah, couple times. Listen to that one. Uh, the most recent one, Mark Norman. Joe List, I think, and then uh, Louis J. Gomez from Legion of Skanks has been on. Really, I want to scroll back and find that one. Dang. Well, okay, that's what's my up, doggies. That's my what's new. <laughs> All right, uh, Doug, what's <laughs> new in your world? How you been? What's shaking? What's grooving? What is good? All right. Uh, well, uh, on the gear side, new amp day. Uh, what? A couple really? weeks old, but I I got an AC15. Oh shit! Um, nice. 
Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's, it's still a journey for me, you know, so I've got to, I've got to try a lot of different things. So I thought it was time to, to go down that road. And, you know, right now, you know, we talked about honeymoon periods. It's definitely a honeymoon period. I'm in love with this thing. Yeah. Those are um, great. That's like it, a solid. It actually, <laughs> yeah. it actually helped me. Uh, yeah. It helped me understand, you know, what people are talking about with the fat guy little coat. <laughs> Yeah, a little more because I mean I was playing through you know Katana Fifty and the Mark Two and eh, it's a cool little amp you know because there was a point a little while back where I downsized everything for various reasons and you know it got the point across but when I plugged it into this thing I I'm like okay now I maybe I get it <laughs> you know yeah. I'm, I'm I can accept the praise now because I can hear it and yeah um you know you had mentioned being able to you know with just the five way switch. And I'm not talking about the pedal in this case, but just playing the different guitars I have through the amp and being able to hear the difference yeah, and and understand the versatility of each instrument, you know. And I mean, I, I previously, you know, going back a little ways, I mean, I had a Fender, you know, a, a couple of Fender amps the uh, that I dug. And, and yeah, they did the same thing. But this one speaks to me because it it, it reminds me, it brings memories to obviously the you know the old rock that I listened to back in you know from back in the day yeah. so you know getting that sound now is is doable even for a hack like me so <laughs> yeah I'm just like I'm I'm soaking it up like I I can't get enough of this thing um you know there's a lot of like things hanging on the wall that might not be hanging on the wall anymore because yeah. I turned it up too loud you know things like that but um nice uh, what what, uh, what speaker do you have in it uh it's the greenback nice. It's the one with, yeah. So, so yeah, again, and and it's helped me learn more about things like, well, you brought up the speaker, like, you know, in the past, it's like, okay, it was a speaker. So what, you know, and, you know, cause, and again, it's all part of the journey for me. So understanding the differences in the speakers and everything. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm still breaking it in, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I certainly haven't put, you know, more than a couple hours on it yet. So I know it's only going to get better, but, totally. um, yeah, I'm super, super digging it. And, you know, um, yeah, just the variations and, again, the versatility of the amp and now the instruments that I've had, you know, that, that I didn't even realize. No, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, a new amp, that's going to bring a whole new life to your whole rig. Yeah. I mean, your your pedals oh, definitely. And, and, like, guitar and everything. It's yep. like, you know, it's been something that's, like, people have talked about so much. I'm like, you know, where do you put your money most? I'm like, it should be the amp, really. Yeah. And no, say, I well, agree. I totally agree. If you want a sound, but and then people say, Well, if you want to be inspired and pick up the instrument or the guitar, I'm like, Yeah, that's good too. But I'm like for me, if like I'm I'm trying to get a good sound, I'll have a shitty guitar yeah. just as long as I can play it and stays in tune. Hundred percent. It doesn't even have to be super expensive like boutique. None of my amps are. Uh like the oranges are nice, but they're like about seven hundred dollars for that the combo. Right. And it's great. I love the shit out of it. And then, but it's not like a super nice, like matchless or fucking two rocks or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. I, that, I, there's a threshold. Maybe that could be a topic. I'm like, where's the threshold for gear? That's like, okay, it's good enough. It's fine. It's great. Just why do you need something even more expensive? But anyway, the amp thing. Yeah. For sure. AC 15. That's like, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Cause I like them, and I know people. You get the cranked up thing and get the gain, but you can roll it back, and it has a right. really good cleans too. Well, it, it oh definitely, it can really open up your pedals, like, mm-hmm. like it, sonically, yes. like you record. Like for me, like I've been recording directly into my DAW, 
but mm-hmm. it sounds completely different through an amp. Well, I don't know if it's because of the room right. or if it's just, I mean, it's the tubes, right? It's kind of like a wine, you know? Yeah. You let it open up and uh, yeah. aerate. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. let it, that's how, kind of how it feels. Like, as I was playing yeah. other pedals through there with uh, some of my guitars, and like, it sounds di- way different than, yeah. in, you know, with headphones on or whatever, even through the smaller speakers, but, yeah. you know. I mean, the amps have, will add, depending on whether that's a detriment or whatever, yeah. it'll add so much character to this, mm-hmm. the tone. And some people are like, well, I want my pedals to be the tone. Well, they'll probably push more towards like a clean power amp type deal. Or, um, right. you know, uh, where like I want the flattest, clean, cleanest, whatever, and I want the pedals to do all the work. But then you, you I mean, you're, you're probably already figuring that out of like, you know, with the AC15, probably has a little bit more of a, I don't know, forgiving or work works well with pedals gain. So if you have yeah. that amp crunchy or yes. pretty like, oh, this is pretty good, throwing something else in front of it that you're like, oh, if I have like my, uh, you know, uh, Klon or two, you know, like what is it? Canalia. Uh, soul, yeah, Shit. that for sure. Mm-hmm. Or like a fuzz pedal in front of that, like just pushing that amp is going to give it so much more characteristic as opposed to like a clean, clean, clean platform of like the boss. A hundred percent. And, yeah, even again going back to the fenders I've had, um, you know, the Pro Junior and, and the Bass Breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're you know, especially the, the the Junior. I mean, it's a very clean amp, and that was my thought process when I got that was I wanted as clean as possible and let the pedals do the work. But now with the AC15 being able to mix in that gain, yeah, just even just a little bit, yeah. it's so much better. I mean. It's funny, over the last four or five months since the pedal building really ramped up, all of my playing has been just focused on the pedal building. You know, I'm building pedals and I'm testing them. I'm building pedals and I'm testing them. I've played more in the last two weeks that I've had this amp just to play. Yeah. Because it's fun again. You know, I didn't, you forget what you're missing, obviously, until, you know, you, you, you have it back. And um, I'm just playing for myself. And again, like, like you both said, just being able to, play the same pedals that I've had for a while, but hear them in such a different way um, has been enlightening and, you know, just a shit ton of fun. That's the bottom line. It's a ton of fun. Hell yeah. I mean, and there's something to be said about real amps. They all have their own quirks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And, you know, as much, I'll I'll say it, I love the shit out of my fractal. That's like, I don't think I'll go back to playing live amps in this band. Who knows? I'll, I always go back on my word, but you know, it's just, uh, t- tube amps, <laughs> he really does. Tube amps have their own character. So you have to play to them differently and setting them up is totally different. Like if I was going to play, um, you know, JCM 900, I would kind of have to set up my pedals and differently for that right. setup. And I did when that's kind of one reason why I'm like, Oh, I liked having the 900 as a head to go to, but I'm like, I don't know, to use this with, the rig, I kind of had to set everything up different. So, and then also yeah. I didn't need to have a million amps, so I ended up selling it. But I'm like, you know, that was for me. Uh, like, I'm like, oh, cool, a good learning experience. I'm like, oh, Marshalls, even though they're both British, like, will sound different than oranges. And yes. if I were to go, like, say, like, play if we played a show and I had my pedal board and that we like my the back line of the amp that we borrowed was a PV fifty one fifty or sixty five oh five. I'm like, boy, that's going to be different. It'll sound great. I probably would just be like, hey, fuck it, just a tube screamer. We're just going to just, now it's metal time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like yep. you would play no, get totally different. And then not to say that you're like, oh, yeah, now you're on an amp journey. Because that's not 
that's not that ain't cheap <laughs> to go to no and that's the thing i was just gonna say i mean this is gonna it's easy because i love it so much but this is gonna you know be my amp for a while because you're right i don't financially i can't you know have a room full of amps yeah so i don't want to get rid of this and i so it'll be a while before i try something else you and know? yeah even um trying other things for amps isn't easy you know yeah yeah because uh I know some people like I see all the time like uh friends uh, you know see in you know you you see in the guitar podcast communities or online or whatever they go through gear so quick I'm like good god how do you do that I know I well, I sell gear at a loss all the time that means I would be <laughs> so like I. I would be like losing my ass every transaction and then shipping the goddamn yeah. thing I'm like <laughs> I know every or you know they know that they buy it I'm like I'm going to hold on to this for Two months, if you're lucky, they're talking to the amp. You're lucky if I hold on to you that long. You're right, lucky you made it in the door. Yeah. And then <laughs> I take the one Instagram picture with you and you're back, you're listed on Reverb. I'm using that picture yeah. to post it on Reverb. <laughs> but it's exactly, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, I don't know how people go through amps so quick and guitars too. No, it's a, to sell guitars. It's the same thing. It's funny. If you, if you look, <laughs> when I look at my, uh, my Reverb buyer reviews, all of them say great price <laughs> because <laughs> I took a loss on every single thing I ever sold. Yeah. You know, God damn I, it. I saw the trends. I'm like, dude, man, you're really you're you are just absolutely wrecking yourself. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> and with pedals, it's a little easier because shipping. You know, even if yeah. you insure it, it could be like twelve dollars. Twelve bucks is the most you're going to spend. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's fine. But amps, I'm like, even if you price them, it's like, man, that's it. Not easy. And then you're kind of like, you know you know like oh god so wary i'm like did it make it there is it okay the fucking amp being shipped you got ace ventura fucking delivering that damn thing (laughs) (laughs) sounds broken probably is (laughs) exactly oh god and guitars too jeez that is one that i'm like how do people ship guitars so easily and some of these are like i've done it but two thousand dollars or more and then they're just like well all right good luck everybody (laughs) Like I don't know. Yeah. That's like a different thing of going through gear, but yeah, no, that's cool. Panic stricken. Definitely, yeah. definitely uh, stoked for you. I didn't know you got that AC fifteen. Yep. That's awesome. Nah, yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. And then, real quick, just based on on Kyle's what's new with Rogan, um, I'd highly recommend a, a Showtime series that I'm watching now about the history of the comedy store. If you're a comedy fan and a stand up fan, it's a documentary series. I think it's going to be eight or ten episodes. I'm not sure. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That just goes through the history of the comedy store from back in the 70s and 80s through to today. Yeah. So um, I, 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 it reminded me because the most recent episode that just came out was was a lot of Rogan, you know, yeah. because there was a lot of crazy shit that he did at the comedy store. You know, I mean, he got banned from the store because he went after Mencia. Oh, for yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he was he was locked out of the comedy store for a lot of years. And, you know, he's finally back now that, you know, the grievances have been aired and the air has been cleared. Um, but, you know, again, going back, they, they Kinnison and, and Dice and Belzer and, you know, all the old guys that I grew up with and all the way up through today. It's a really excellent series if you're a comedy fan. So I would highly recommend okay, that. Okay, that's I I want to check that out cuz I think on the latest episode uh Train was on it. Or uh, Austin Train was I think oh, I think okay. he, he had he had mentioned something on his Twitter it was like, "Oh man, it's a crazy week cuz 
all right, I was on Showtime, oh, okay, and then yeah, now yeah. I'm eating Korean barbecue by myself. <laughs> yeah. Wearing his Halloween <laughs> yeah, costume. Yeah, I'm an ep behind, so I didn't, he's I didn't like, see him He's yet, like, but... I'm three, it's like day three of wearing my Halloween costume. So this is where <laughs> I am at in my life. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think he may have just had like a little spot or whatever. I don't know if he was interviewed. Yeah, I mean, they bounce around. They got a lot to cover, obviously. I mean, you know, I'm a huge Marin fan. He works at the Comedy Store in uh, L.A. Ah, so okay. So he's a, he's a, bo- a boy right. of ours. He was uh, episode four. We've been trying to get him back on the show, but really? he's, uh, you know, he's a yeah, hot he's, shot now. Yeah, he's opened up for, ah, I think he's okay. uh, op- been on shows with Burr and uh, fucking yeah. Joe Rogan before, you know, just working okay. at the store and he gets a spot on there. He's a funny guy. I got to check cool. out that Showtime. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. It's a, ve- it's a very cool thing. Uh, Brian, what's new with you? What do you got? Let's see. Yeah. So some stuff with uh, Just In Case. Uh, we started recording drums for two new songs uh i think the idea was to make these like demos but i kind of like the ep that we started that we need to finish is like i think they're gonna <laughs> be good enough for a release <laughs> yeah so i started recording drums and we used my uh claret rig so the claret nice. with the uh with the octopri so we had uh 16 channels at our disposal we use nine on the drums. Wow. Um, yeah, so far sounded good. Brian did a hell of a job. And then, you know, when you're just recording, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, got through the first one, no problem. Like, oh, this is great. And then Adam showed up, uh, the guitarist, and he's like, cool. And then one of them, like, he just one part, you know, how you get in your head. Yeah. Of like, he just like, it, just the intro to the song, like, and he's like, I don't like that. I don't like that role. I don't like that role. I'm like, all right, Brian. You got it. And then he's like, all right, let's take a break. And he comes back. He's like, I'm even worse now. And it's just kind of always that thing of like in your head. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. And then once he kind of got loosened up and he's like, all right, just forget it. And then he knocks it up. Like, that's it. Save it. Save it. Save it. <laughs> save that take. It's, it was fun. I love yeah. that energy of all of us. Like, um, and then just listening to the scratch tracks that Adam sent and just, you know, Brian's playing to him. I'm like, oh, you know, in your head, you can be like, this is going to be. This is epic sounding. This is great. And then it's still just through your headphones on your laptop and it could, you know, go to mixing and stuff like that. But it was uh it was fun kind of getting that idea. Um they've you know, been in the process of writing new stuff and I'm kind of involved um in that like on bass and you know, with this recording, I'm like, "Oh, I'll be able to record the drums and then I'll record bass on my own." And then Adam can come over and do guitars, and then I'll give it back to Brian, and they can do vocals and take it to mix and do whatever they want with it. Um, and yeah, it's cool. It's kind of was fun to be like, oh, I'm I'm engineer, <laughs> and I'm I'm not even right. I'm not playing. I'm just kind of like, all right, let's try that again. And he's like, okay, what do you think? I'm like, uh, I think yeah, you're you're good for another one. <laughs> <laughs> Saving presets in your DAW and in your programs is like the biggest thing because like when we record more songs for playing all I got to do is just click yeah. that up and same it rec- drummer and everything. recalls it in the same mics being used oh, on cool. Brian I'm like cool then we just do it again and yeah it's already always set up in his garage I'm like oh this is great so so far yeah that was fun so starting that project and then got to get vocals done for our EP yeah because everything else is pretty much done and edited we just got to do vocals. And we keep telling about it. Like, we recorded this like two years ago. <laughs> we just got to finish it and put it out. <laughs> I think let's put it out and put it for like Bandcamp. If like, 
you know, maybe Spotify, just all digital release. So it'll be super easy. And I think we can get like maybe yeah. Taylor to do artwork for it, like a four song EP for us for playing and then see what they want to do for just in case. But I'm like, be like, hey, just maybe we could do Taylor. Can you do artwork for two things? Yeah. <laughs> and then we just put it on. <laughs> but yeah, because you did yours with uh, Taylor. Um, Taylor Adams. Adams, yeah. yeah. Does he have a, a name for his art company or is it just Taylor Adams? Um, I can't. I think that's what he's going by on Instagram. Instagram yeah. But I think he does have a name and yeah, I he does can't remember. Artwork for uh, Deep Space Devices. Yeah. And then he did one for your, oh, your cool. album. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, so that was, that was fun. Another, another thing for just in case they got on a, and they, I guess we, whatever, uh, you want, you want to call it there, got on a show. So it's, uh, like an outdoor event show. It's for oh, nice motocross freestyle oh, bar- riders outside. Oh, there you go. So Sunday. Yeah. It's an outdoor event at like somewhere in Hemet, California. Sabado Gigante. Yeah. yeah. I get it. So it's, it's <laughs> out there and it's like, you know, just like people just like. Dirt bike, I, I, I'm like, they're they're stoked on it because that's what they they used to ride bikes yeah. and shit like that. I'm like, I've seen it on TV. <laughs> When's cool. that happening? It's uh, next, so it'll be the Saturday after this releases. Okay, so on the 14th, and I ha- just happened to be off that day because I'm like they already booked it. I'm like, all right, good. Because <laughs> if I had to work, I would not be able to make it. Um, oh wow! Yeah, it's a local company in San Diego is putting it on, and it's in Hemet, California. Uh, riot scene and nice. um yeah it's like motocross riders and uh food live music and prizes and giveaways and then there's a bunch of other companies involved. sounds like a fun day yeah so i'm like okay cool so it's a little you know keep it you know keep your mask on stay outside and you're not indoors so like at least get some something going on and i'm kind of stoked for that and then a couple other bands are playing as well, like War Fever, Roman Watchdogs. So bands from San Diego are playing that event. So should be cool. I'm excited for that. But all this to say, like, uh, you know, since we've been, like, working on recording and uh, getting these, like, practices or whatever, uh, I've noticed, like, more thing, more shit's fucking up in my, my <laughs> not my rig, but just equipment. So really? I ordered... Like, um, things to help keep us organized and easier uh, for setup. I ordered uh, two XLR snakes. So if you ever play a show, you get these, um, a patch kind of, you can plug XLRs and a quarter inches into a, like a like a box. And then it's like a cable, like length or like a snake, I guess. Yeah. You're, you're not, it's like a roll of a bunch of cables, like taped together kind of deal. More okay. professional than that. But um, you can get them various lengths. Uh, some are like for clubs or like 300 feet, 100 feet or whatever. I got one that's like 25. So we can always just have everything super tidy and always plugged in, roll it up when we're done with practice for recording, whatever. Anyways, so I got two from Sweetwater and they were both broken, faulty. What? They had channels that were just noise. They had channels that just didn't work. They had cables that were crossed. Wow. So outputs went to different no inputs way. or whatever. And then they were Proco, the brand. And so that's how uh, both of them had problems. And so I'm like, fuck. I was so, I mean, we were at band practice for just in case and found out about it. And then so um, it was like the last day of my 30 days at Sweetwater. I um, emailed Adam at Sweetwater, my right. sales that's rep. That's your dude. Yeah. You got to hit him I up. I emailed boy. him like, hey, dude, I had, I had two of these um, 
you know, both of them from this order number went bad. Da, 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 da. I ju- I'm just going to return them. This was like kind of an impulse thing. I didn't need it. And if these are broken, I, da, da, da. I was like, I prefer not to get like new ones because what if that happens again? I sh- we should have just went with Bestronics. Hell yeah. You know, which I think I'll do eventually. Just have Brad at Bestronics build custom snakes and labeling and stuff like that. Anyway, so the, I was like, oh man, I'm, I was like, I don't, I, don't know how returns are i don't know i don't have any of the original packaging i opened up you know the whole thing and you know threw away all the shit because i thought these snakes are gonna <laughs> fucking work sure yeah and so i emailed him back and he's like okay no problem bro and he sent me the two fedex labels and i returned it no problem i returned them in crate and barrel boxes hell yeah and yep it was he's like yeah man that's crazy that two both of them went bad okay here's your labels and then, it didn't go bad. They were made bad. Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or, or, or he's like, it, you know, but yeah, he's like, there was no fuss. The return policy at Sweetwater is fucking awesome. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, for, that's nice when it's like that. For me, I have like FedEx pickup at my work, so I didn't even need to set up a pickup or take it to the store. Just hand it to the guy. You know, I just left it with the yeah. other like packages from work, and nope, it got there, no problem. And credit right away. It's like, you know, once they received their stuff, and I'm like, this is super easy. This is awesome. Like, so, I mean, Sweetwater, it's not their fault, and it's probably not Proco's either. Things happen. I well, I don't know. I work in retail, so I know things just sometimes are fucked. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, nobody's to blame, but it's a Sweetwater took care of it. I'm like, I love that. So, um, yeah, no, it was like pretty much no questions asked. He was like, yeah, that sucks. All right, here's your return labels. It's like, uh, don't, he's like, man, that's unlucky don't play the lottery man joking like ha, ha, ha. here's your return label <laughs> and i'm like that's great I, I love that it's like they're you know you know people joke around about Sweetwater with their pushy sales they're not even pushy they're just checking up like hey man how's that pick that you bought like four years ago <laughs> you know it's right. like they are personable and it's somebody who i don't know even if they even if it's not genuine or whatever people want to think i'm like for that instance i love yeah. that customer service it was I, fucking great I think it's funny when they're surprised when you call them back and you miss their call. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm just calling to see what's going on. Well, sometimes- Did, did if, you want to buy something? Wait, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I'll, I'll pick it up and just like chat with them. It's like, oh, man, da-da-da. Oh, I just bought- They could totally be lying. I'm like, oh, yeah, I bought that, you know, Universal Audio thing. It's like, I have one of those, man. It's, it is the best. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, <laughs> you said that about the focus, right? <laughs> but it, it's it's cool. So I, I, I did dig that. So that's something to say. Um, maybe some people would think that's a negative experience, but like the return policy is, you know, yeah. a return process, easy as fuck. Awesome. So, um, so those went bad and that was a bummer. And then, uh, on my MacBook pro, oh. my Thunderbolt ports on one side went bad. I'm going to try a couple things. Uh, Aaron, uh, Racine had mentioned a couple things to trouble, try and troubleshoot. He's a computer guy. So I'm gonna try and look. He's like, it might be something super easy. You Drivers or something. Something. And he's like, yeah. you can fix it on your own. But so on my MacBook Pro, I have a 2017 or whatever. It's when they moved to only four Thunderbolt three ports. That's all you get. <laughs> there's no USB. Jesus. There's no like FireWire. There's no really? you know, nothing. There's that's all you get. And then you get um well you get a headphone jack. So you get Thunderbolt three. So you're kind of like stuck with married to Thunderbolt three. Dongles, connectors, Thunderbolt 3 is great because it's fast as fuck. It's so great. But if two of the four ports don't work, now I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Um, At least you got the two, right? Well, we were recording and then it wasn't <laughs> connecting to my- <laughs> Oh, wow. Because I had it plugged in on the one side 
and it wasn't oh. working. But the thing is, it was working before we took a break for lunch. We got back, and it just wasn't connecting. Weird. So we were checking everything. We were checking all the cables until I moved it to the other side, and then it worked. Like mm-hmm. the, it, it talked to the folks right. I'm like, <sighs> and then I was like, okay, maybe it's a bad cable or a dongle or something. And when I got home, still didn't work. So my, um, yeah, two of the four ports are bad. So anyways, I set up an, an appointment for the Genius Bar or whatever there, <laughs> um, which is like over like over a week out. So Jesus. must be busy. Anyway, wow. um, so I uh, told Kyle, so not this episode, but I think the next two or so, depending on how long it takes to fix or if they can fix or whatever, my computer, Kyle's going to be the one uh, manning the things over here. He's going to be recording. Step he's going to be editing. Up, he's going to be uploading. He's going to be doing <laughs> all the ready. all the audio for the, maybe the next couple weeks. So it's just a bummer. I'm like, man, the things that keep, I keep breaking it. <laughs> I hate it. I'm like, they don't make them like they used to. The computer is coming up on three years old, which I know some people are like, that should last forever. I'm like, I ride that thing hard. And I yeah, use, you do. Yeah, I use it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost like I set you up for this. Yeah. Zing! <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, it's, I, I use it for podcast editing. I play music on it. I, you know, watch movies and TV or whatever on it. I, now, you know, more with the Final Cut editing videos. So I'm like, okay, something was bound to happen with it. So hopefully it's not too big. So keep my fingers crossed that my MacBook Pro you know, it's going to make it. But other yeah. than that, that's 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 my life. That's what's going on. <sighs> well, thanks for catching us up. Yeah. So <laughs> computer yeah. computer issues, I am not a computer guy. It's partially why I'm a Mac guy. Because I'm like, just work, just fucking work. And if it doesn't work, I'm like, fuck, I'll take it to the store and have them fix it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas like, you know, if you're like, oh, you're going to do Windows. I'm like, no. I don't no. want to relearn this I'm shit. I'm not a peasant. I don't know. I don't want to learn <laughs> wow. this. I don't want to change what I'm doing. I'm just going to I'm stay not like you. the course. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of it for the what's news. Let's get into some topics. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, Kyle was kind of bringing this one up, but this also goes with, uh, you know, Doug Chris. We're, we're kind of blending things in together. So you have a podcast, right? About movies called the Masters of yeah. the Cinematic Universe with a... Uh, Joseph uh, from Like My Pedals, or Joe, I guess. Joe O'Rourke. Yeah. Jojo O'Rourke. And he's from uh, the Just Surprise Me podcast as well. And then uh, right. Eric and Pabone. Yeah, Eric Pabone. Yeah. Real cool dude. Love him. Yeah, he's been a guest on Just Surprise Me, I think, with you a couple times. He's been on his own. And he does, he's an yes. art- artist as well. Uh, you guys yeah, he got- just did my new logo. Mm-hmm. I just um, I posted on Instagram tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a logo for me. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, so you guys, uh, the three of you get together and you kind of review movies or, you know, you talk about the movies kind of almost like a scene-by-scene, step-by-step basis as it goes along. Exactly. It's really cool. Yeah, we do a deep dive. Deep dives of uh, movies. And uh, the the first two about Goodfellas and Ghostbusters, uh, I still need to catch up on the Halloween one. But that's one I haven't seen. So I want to give a listen to that episode to see, like, a movie I haven't seen that I probably won't watch. To see, you know, how you guys talk me through it, but I definitely did. Yeah, that's a good one to listen to if you haven't watched the movie yet. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, certain movies hold up, certain movies don't. This is sort of a mixed bag mm-hmm. as to whether it, you know, it stood the test of time, and and we we explore that in detail. So it's probably good yeah. to li- good to listen 
and then you watch it. I mean, it's not a long movie by today's standards. So yeah, you know. I dug the the Goodfellas one. I think that was your first episode, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I'm like, yeah. I, I love that movie, and I'm like, I can't tell if I. You know, you guys are just doing the good movies or not. But you had mentioned that you're eventually going to do like some stinkers for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're doing, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to mix it up. I mean, we've, the three of us each, you know, we'll pick a week and then we've got sort of like a potluck week. Um, so it's going to take a while to get through everything. But yeah, I mean, the you know, the two upcoming movies that we're doing may fall into the category of, you know, they're certainly not classics, but they're cool movies in their own way. So let me know when you get to you know, the mask. We're not going to hold anything. Oh, back. the mask! You should have Kyle and I on when you do the mask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hold on to your lug nuts. <laughs> the swing revival of the nineties. <laughs> yeah, that's what started it. Was yes, about the mask, Stop right? <laughs> the cherry popping daddies. Zoot, or whatever. Zoot. Oh god. Yeah. Zoot, <laughs> Uh, it's Steve Harvey wearing the mask kind of cu- uh, suits. <laughs> he had a special. He had a special. Yeah. It was like, why are you wearing a yellow zoot suit? You know, the mask came out a couple years ago. <laughs> Somebody stop Steve. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So to go with that, you're, you're a movie guy. You're watching the movies, reviewing them and stuff like that. So we're going to, you know, maybe spin it into something, uh, guitar related, uh, Movie guitars, maybe guitar rigs or like famous ones. Like, you know, the which ones did you want to play? Which ones did you like? Which ones? I don't know. We just talk about it. Let's riff on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll start All off. Right. Um, yeah, go ahead, Carl. I, I had named a couple in our group chat, and I'm, I think those are the three I'm going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and it's hard to find like a movie where they actually show like the the whole like setup. So yeah. some of these are just like the guitar. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't have to be the yeah. whole rig. I think it's you know it's yep. the magic of movie production. It's mm-hmm. like there is no rig; it's not even plugged yeah, in. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you like what was that Super Bowl thing with like Flea playing the bass, and you see it's not plugged in. N- yeah, they, no, yes. not even like nothing in the jack at all. It's not yeah. even like uh, <laughs> nope. wireless or anything. Yeah, so you could have faked it that much, but they're like, no. And they played it <laughs> off like, yeah, we wanted people to know. I'm like, no, you idiot! Somebody over <laughs> didn't know. think about it. <laughs> uh, so, School of Rock. Yeah. Um, yep. He's got. The classic like SG that's Jack Black has mm-hmm. the SG, um, and then yeah. like uh, the one of the kids has like the flying, flying v. v. Yeah, flying V. I'm like, I think when I think of a flying V, it's it's kind of silly. I think of that, <laughs> no, not fully, but I I, I think yeah. I glance across it. Yeah, that usually comes to mind. That's my like, childhood. <laughs> I think that's still a good movie. Yeah, no, it's still. I, I think it holds up because they. <laughs> They mix between like the classic rock songs, the actual songs, and yeah. they, they make their own yes. kind of versions. Oh of, yeah, 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 of those. But you know, mm-hmm. and then I, I'm a Jack Black fan. You know, I like Shallow How. It's great. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, he uh, like has his van with the guitar hangers in the van. Yeah. It's like, what's the point of that? That's like really living on the edge there. Like, yeah. you, like, like small. really nice, like classic. It's funny how everyone has like a super like a '70s like Gibson. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like <laughs> even if they're which they right. would be reissues, but they're still like that's at least fifteen to two grand, fifteen hundred yeah. to two grand. I'm like, just keeping it in your van. I'm like, yeah, just asking to get. Broken yeah, no into one's it. gonna smash those windows. Those aren't gonna fall when you take a corner at yeah. all. But, no, definitely not. <laughs> he's had all the gear in the van to like, oh, the kids are on lunch break or whatever. I'm a bring them <laughs> in. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll do like maybe one at a time or you know whatever. Yeah. You can yeah. Go around the table. Yeah. What about you, Doug? I didn't write anything. Right. or Research anything. 
Brian chooses his so, brain. He's closing um, his eyes. Right. Big look at the big brain on Brian. There you go. Um, <laughs> so one of my favorite movies of all time, a movie that I'll watch anytime it's on, is that thing you do. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Just I dig that flick. I, I I can almost recite it word for word because again, anytime it's on, the channel stops and I'm I'm watching it. But. Um, Come on, it's the a really cool nice thing guy, about that flick, a really nice RV. We're signing. I'm signing. We're all signing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There he is alone um, with his principles. <laughs> <laughs> the the cool thing about the movie is it is very realistic, and, and and they stay within the time period that they that they are, and even you know when they're playing locally. They've got, you know, their silver tones, the old cheap guitars that you can get in Sears. Yeah. And, you know, the Dan Electro bass and, you know, things were simple. Um, you know, uh, Jimmy had, uh, I forget what he had. Oh, he had a, an old Les Paul Jr. Mm-hmm. So, um, he, you know, because he was like the musician, you know. Um, and, you know, as they progressed, the instruments progressed. But again, they stayed within the time period. I mean, you know. The Fender Jaguar, and there was a Rickenbacker twelve string, um, you know, a Fender Jazz bass, things like that, and yeah. you know, even even the amps, they went from simple small, you know, Fender combos, tweeds to, you know, um, you know, heads and heads and cabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they stayed within the time. It was very authentic, you know. Um, so I mean, that just it's funny. It's not something that the average person, especially a non musician, is going to even think about, but subconsciously. It helps you stay within that time, and it yeah, helps you t- totally you know, just immerse yourself into it. So I remember watching that when um, I was like younger, like kind of starting playing music, and that's one thing I did notice. I'm like, oh man, when they got their, you know, the hit record, that's when they got new instruments because they're like, it made me right. think. I'm like, well, that's what you got to do to get better. Like, yeah. be exactly, better, better instruments, it'd be better. Yeah, that yeah. was. I'm gonna be a party pooper. I've never actually seen that movie. I've seen clips. I've listened oh, to songs. Yeah, I love it. Soundtrack, but yeah. I've never watched it all the way through. That's probably one of okay. my favorite top five movies for sure. Damn, sorry guys. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'm just with leave. you on I'll that. Just go. I absolutely love it. So yeah, so that one's you know that's that's why I, it's it's just authentic. It's authentic from start to finish, and you know that meant a lot to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I that's. As old, you know, as old as I like to make myself out to be, that's even before my time. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I was it, I was it, a it, tiny child when when that quote took place. But yeah. um, you know, I I I dig it just because mm. of the nostalgia factor. Yeah, totally that part, and then the things in the movie that made it seem like a little more realistic from a musician. You know, I would be like, yes, oh. exactly. I was like, oh, when they're like they played the shitty show, and then he's out of time. He's like, you show, yes. he's like, like you could hear him like hitting sticks and just you stuttering on the drum, mm-hmm. and the guy is like singing out of key, and the guitars are out of tune, and yeah. like when they first started yeah. getting like popular, the guy um, Steve Zahn is like adding backups, but he's terrible at it. He's just like super stoked. He's yeah. smiling. <laughs> you do, <laughs> and he's like, and then Tom Hanks is like, remember those vocals? Tighten them up. He points to the yeah. to Steve Zahn, and he got it better. Yep, <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, that's a nah, great, it's that's, a, yeah, it's that's a cool a movie. Sure. So, uh, yep. what do you got, Brian? Oh shit, I should have uh, thought about it. I mean, Wayne's World. <laughs> uh, I like. It was weird that he got a Strat. That yeah. was one. It was a really cool Strat, and that made me like. I think really dig the whole. What was it? A '64 Strat or something like that? Or '65. I think. Yeah. Was it like '65 CBS yeah. corporate corporate buyout? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is cool. They include that in you mm-hmm. know. And it was like, 
it was cool. I really dug it, but I'm like, he was a metal guy. Why did he get a like a right, si- three right. single coil strat? That's one thing I still like. Why would he get that? Yeah, as you grow, as you <laughs> yeah, I'm like, which is a great guitar, but stuff, I'm like, yeah. for metal and hard, you know, power chords and stuff like that, he was playing like. Wayne's World, zoo, 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 zoo. I'm like yeah. you wouldn't be playing that on a Strat, <laughs> you like a three humbuckers or something. Exactly, it would be right, kind of right. what the the he had a Jackson or something in the yeah, beginning. I would say Jackson. That would be the guitar that he would play. And I'm like, yep. Maybe I would think because it doesn't fit. It's not maybe a Les Paul or something that's more metal, or even like a you know a, a you know an Explorer or you know Flying V would yeah. fit better. Yeah, but I just yeah. not as iconic as I I think a you know Jimi Hendrixy type Strat. Yeah, white also mm-hmm. like Kareem. White and white. Excalibur. You know, yeah. <laughs> Excalibur. Yeah, Excalibur. Yeah, that that's one that I I think is cool, but it kind of makes me think about like why did they pick that guitar? Yeah. I no, I agree. I agree. It always, the cool thing though is that the band, you know. um Crucial Taunt mm-hmm. was the name of the band. <laughs> the shitty You know, they're all actual musicians. Oh, and, really? And, you know, so, yeah, yeah, they recorded that music. I mean, Tia Carrera actually sang. She, she's, that's, those are her vocals because she's a, you know, she was a trained singer or mm-hmm. is a trained singer. And the rest of the band were, you know, they're either session musicians or, or have been in bands themselves, you know, so um, it was definitely authentic and they recorded that music and were playing it. So that mm-hmm. made it pretty cool. Yeah, and there were certain things in that that I'm like, why are I'm like the full stacks in like a loft? I'm like, <laughs> like the, just the props that you think of. Like you would be blowing people's heads up, right? And like, playing, yes. like hundred watt, you know, with JCM eight hundreds or whatever in like a loft. I'm like, there's no way that people are like, hey, I'm just gonna walk up and have a conversation now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what's more rock and roll than like you know a Marshall exactly. full stack, not a half stack, a fucking full stack, and that was like, you know, <laughs> as as part of that. Of course, all the guitars had to have them, and then in the basement, I think they still had that same setup, the full full stack. Yeah, they did in, in the back and the in the background. Yeah, no, that that's that's totally one. So it's not really a music movie, but it like it starts off like it for me. It captivated me as a, as a child. Yeah, but it's uh, Back to the Future where he's like. He's like in the garage. He's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. messing with the amp. Yes. He's all turning it on. He's yep. plugging it in and like turns up everything. And it's just like you're like, oh shit, you know what's this guy doing yeah. as a kid? And then he plays the you know the ugliest guitar. I think <laughs> no. as a kid, I don't think you realize. No, I, yeah. oh, I didn't. It's it's like someone made it out of cardboard. It looks like someone like just made it out of I can't remember the name of, of name of those guitars, but I remember researching on Reverb where they did a little article. They're not that expensive. Like those no, little like, I don't want one pickup, <laughs> one humbucker guitars. Yeah. yeah, to me I'm like that kind of I think they would be cool to have. They're just so small. Like yeah. the actual body. And that's yeah. I think that was the point that he had it what just in his backpack or something. I guess. Right, it was a travel guitar. Yeah. 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 Anyways, he you know, I think as a kid it's like he blows a speaker right and flies across the room. Yeah, and he has like that uh <laughs> like comically scene, large speaker. The, the scene in that where it's like oh he plugs the guitar in and it doesn't make a noise well the amp's already on yeah not on standby yeah and then he plugs the guitar, guitar in it doesn't make it doesn't yeah it would have been nope. it made, that like, would have blown it would have blown the speaker just doing that <laughs> yeah and then it, he had the metal guitar pick yeah fuck Which, yeah like, nobody exactly. plays metal guitar picks but then so then he plays like the audition like the uh-huh. like the actual like mm-hmm. and he he plays like some ibanez like yeah I, I don't know why he wouldn't play this the guitar he was 
playing with. He already had it. And it was already right. at the school, you know? Yeah. But it's funny. <laughs> he didn't bring the <laughs> guitar, or maybe he did bring the guitar with him, but he didn't play it on stage. Yeah. So it's, it's always those things of like in movies from being in a band, they, they just don't really like touch on of like, you know, playing a show, most people bring their amps and stuff. Yeah. Like you got to switch them out. It's like when they play these shows, like yeah. the bands just walk out, gear's already out there for you. I'm like, yeah, no one set that up. You set that up. No, there's never, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. When you have to set that up, your own gear and everybody's yeah. playing something different. Like, not everybody's like, not a venue's gonna be like, oh, we have a wall of JCM 800s for you. <laughs> have no at it, guys. Line. Now it's We like, had these in the back room. We just set them up. Did you want to play these? And here's a packed house for you. <laughs> like, no, it's it's usually not like that. So that was like, how did they play at the gym that, for that, just, <laughs> sorry, you're too darn loud. That fog machine is primed. <laughs> it's ready to go. Yeah. It's like, so I'm like, so that means he would have had, in the middle of school, he would have had to bring all his gear there. Yeah. To try but out, he, obviously for the he school dance there. Or yeah, and I'm like, how did he have that whole amp? He, he maybe it was in that jeep he grabbed onto the back of, or maybe it's like his, you know, friend <laughs> got it because he's a singer, guitarist or whatever. Yeah, so they all brought it. Yeah. yeah, he's the diva. But also, he played another guitar. He played like a 335 or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what. He was like, he was like ripping on it, sliding around. The dude's like five foot nothing. Mm-hmm swinging that thing yeah like, i know <laughs> like that big wide body and guitar. that that guitar wasn't even time appropriate yeah that's true <laughs> yeah it was a yeah it was a 345 that that gibson came out within 58 i think so it was like yeah it wasn't that like, was from the future well, too. when he was going back he grabbed it yeah and then he left yeah it. here you go well it's like wasn't he like how did he get the distortion out of that amp yeah. <laughs> no, I know. The feedback know. and like the yeah. How did he get like these metal? Boom. Yeah, it's like where did that come from? He's doing eruption. Like yeah, exactly. It's like eruption. Yeah, I mean like amp breakup like that wasn't even a thing until like no, like wasn't happening. Eighties or would you like that. clean or more clean but well, louder? Yeah, and even just like the speaker breakup or was it like the, the would people would slice their speakers to get a. Like a fuzz kind of yeah, dirtier tone and stuff like that to get it right. like you know the the fucked up amp sound and it wasn't until exactly like, you know maybe like you know Vox 70, and Marshalls yeah. and stuff like that started coming out that people can push these things and even like Voxes don't get like that either <laughs> <laughs> and no. those are like heavier gain and people are like well you could take a, a Fender Champ like a Tweed Champ and crank it but it ain't gonna have that type of distortion pal. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be light. Yeah, good good movie. A lot of cool guitar parts. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it is a music movie. And not, I don't know. Not really. It's I mean, the it has... fish under the sea dance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the fish under the sea. Enchantment under the sea dance. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, another one, Doug. Yeah. Um, so this is another movie that you know I've seen a hundred times because it's a channel stopper. Is it's also probably top 10 for me is almost famous. Um, hmm. Everything about that movie from the soundtrack itself, obviously, you know, it, it's just two hours of reminiscing for me, listening to the soundtrack. Uh, but even how they portrayed the band and, and, you know, them playing, you know, in the few scenes that you saw them playing, it was as realistic as it gets, especially for that time period. Um, you know, I've done research on it in the past and then boned up on it. For this, but I mean, the cool thing is the music for the, for, you know, that, that Stillwater played was written by Peter Frampton and Nancy Wilson. Wow. Um, 
Nancy Wilson's married to Cameron Crowe. So, mm. you know, he had an in to get to all these rock stars. And then uh, Mike McCready from Pearl Jam played with Nancy and, and Peter Frampton on, you know, to create the soundtrack or create the original music f- for the movie. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of attention to detail as far as the actors playing the band members to make sure that they, you know, visually got it right. Yeah. And it worked, you know? Um, and then the story itself, you know, I could go on for hours about the story. Cause again, it's just, it's just, you know, a nostalgia trip for me. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of buddies who actually I, played in that movie. They were like, Johnny. no, they were in the, the, his color, my world, I think is a the song they played. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the high school. Yeah. Um, oh, so was that, it? Uh, it was the high school dance. Yeah, yeah. So we have our buddies from uh, Off Track. I don't think they're a band anymore. No. But they, yeah. But yeah, the, they were like a, same, I think they were the the, the three piece pop punk band. Yeah. The yeah. movie production put a whole band together, but they did record like the song, mm-hmm. and they that's cool. They, they got to perform it, you know, obviously lip sync and stuff on on the actual production of the movie, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it was the actually the graduation the scene. They were playing. They were playing "Color My World" in the background as as yeah. the kids got up to get their diplomas. That's what yeah, it was. like quick clips, but you see them. It's like, oh shit! I got to check that out. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. It's a movie. That's I never, really cool. I, I haven't seen that movie, so I got to check it out. You haven't seen it? I have not seen it, dude. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not as dude. much of a movie Doug's guy. Slap the shit out of you. Was a movie? What the hell was that movie with Mark Wahlberg? Where he was like the, that's another one. It's called Rockstar. It's on my list. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Rockstar. I remember. I never saw that movie. I think I saw like the opening part where he ended up like took, taking the mic stand and smashing the Marshall head. And this was when I was yes. young, really young. I saw it on TV, like probably like TBS or TNT or something like that. And I was like, yeah. I think I came on. I'm like, oh, what's this? I don't know. And let's watch it. I'm like, what the hell does that do? I'm like, what's the? I right. I kind of wasn't. I was like starting musician, but I had a crate combo. I'm like, what do those things do? What's the I didn't. Other I didn't. Part? I didn't. I didn't know what a head was. Like heads and cabs were different. Yeah. I thought, oh, you can just buy a Marshall cab. I'm like, because that's where the sounds coming out of. What's the other thing? <laughs> I had no idea. I was so. I mean, I was a kid. I didn't fucking know jack shit. I yeah. saw that movie and I'm like, oh, his amps like, or like his sound stopped. I'm like, that must be something. And I'm like, I'll come back around to this. <laughs> this knowledge of amps like I came around later but I just remember seeing that and confused the shit out of me <laughs> like why do you smack because I remember seeing like <laughs> he sm- took the yep. like the sparks come off of it yeah something like that and just because <laughs> yeah, okay. he just smashed the amp and it just yeah he's like because they didn't play the song the same way as the band it was just a tribute band don't hit that transformer and you'll be good mm-hmm. yeah but. <laughs> steel dragon baby mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, that that movie is on my list too, just because. I mean, the band Steel Dragon. I mean, included Zach Wild was in it, and Jason Bonham played drums in it. Oh, <laughs> Jeff Pilson played bass, um, and even Miles Kennedy was in it. Like he had a he had a small part towards the end of the movie. So, I mean, they used real rock stars, yeah, to get the job done, you know. And yeah, the original songs were were cool as '80s hair metal goes. So, yeah, that was a that was a that's definitely a guilty pleasure movie for me. Cause it's it's fucking stupid, but it's just you want to watch it just for the fun, you know. Yeah, let's see. I'm trying to think of any. I mean, I might be tapped here. This isn't okay. So this isn't like I guess gear related, but we'll we'll it'll be real quick. Vinyl the series. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. No, it's HBO. It was like super immersive in like the seventies. Like yeah, yeah. I think you've talked about it. Yeah, dude. 
Oh my god. As long as we're talking about like correct period correct shit, it's crazy. That's it. That's all I want to say. <laughs> it was really awesome. <laughs> Remember that one time? Awesome. I, I uh <laughs> It's very Chris Farley. Yeah, <laughs> bringing yes. it to the fat guy little coat right there. You remember that? It was well, awesome. yeah. I was hoping maybe Doug had seen it too, but I guess not. No, I haven't, but I'll check it out. So I got, I guess, a quick one. Uh, this is technically base, but um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got the Rickenbacker and the Mustang. Is it Mustang base? Yeah. Um, those are both killer. It'd be awesome to have those. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever play them. Maybe, yeah. maybe the Mustang. I don't think I'd ever play the Rickenbacker. But I love the way his base is all like taped up and disgusting looking. It's just like it looks like it's played like someone's played the shit out of it. I have not seen that movie. Damn. Heard about it though. Well, Heard it's good. We're gonna pause the show. Yeah. right now. It is. And exactly. Um, yeah. We'll come back. Well, it was. Uh, what. Cole was saying he was like uh, he he likes that movie and he's talked about it. It's like I'm like yeah I'll, I mean if it's as good as Bill and Ted is yeah, yeah I'll probably you know <laughs> take your word on that one. Yeah. Um, he's like well I mean there's the bass sound in that movie. He's like oh man the uh, Daredevil uh, Almighty Bass Fuzz or I, Almighty Fuzz. He's like that's kind of like the sound of the bass in that movie. It's really just dirty. Yeah, like punchy still. Yes. Yeah. So exactly, yeah. yeah. It was that, that's all mine. You, Doug, you got another one? No, I'm I'm pretty much tapped. Cool. That was a good list. Uh, I think people can add theirs and their favorites, their cool ones, the little knowledge that they have in the group and stuff. Um, yeah. All right. So the the next topic I have is uh, just a broad one. Your favorite pickup combinations or favorite like pickup set? Not necessarily like I like the pearly gates or whatever specifics. It yeah. can be like yeah. I like configuration. Two, I like two or... humbuckers. I like one humbucker. I like three single coils. I like P90s or P90 and Tele, whatever. So uh, do you guys have, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to narrow it down to one, I don't know. Because I know Kyle, you had mentioned playing all the different types of guitars that you have. You have yeah. a very, uh, a big variety of not guitars, but even just pickup yeah. types well, and selections. kind of what I'm going for. I'm on a pickup journey, if you will. I think you're on just a, cool. you have a, your guitars are a better guitarist selection than my guitars. Yeah, and I'm a bassist. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you could grab a different guitar and get a different sound, different flavor yeah. out of it, whereas I, mine, uh, you can't. I have a jazz master that's different, yeah, and that's, that's the it. only one. Right. <laughs> I mean, I you like it. it. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, I like I like what I got, and I like the sounds. But this is the topic here. What I don't know, what do you, do you think, maybe what's your favorite, what do you think is probably maybe most versatile or whatever? We can just riff, riff on it. That's what we're doing, right. Riff City, baby. Um, let's let's see. I would probably say the most versatile one is the, and I mentioned earlier, but the Tele. Yeah. With the Glacier style. Glacier Tees. Glacier Tees. From Sonic Pickups. Um, yeah, from <laughs> Sonic. Uh, boy, Mike there, he knows what he's doing. Um, they, it has. I put a five-way selector on it from a Gun Street wiring shop. It sounded like an ad, but um, yeah. it, it is. It is. <laughs> we compl- we paid for these things, by yeah. the way. They didn't yeah. pay us. Yeah, yeah. we're we're I doing mean, things backwards. I, could, <laughs> I can add to that. I've I've had quite a, used quite a few of those harnesses. So oh yeah, the gun street every, uh, every, folks are. Everything I have pretty much has it in it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's super versatile. Every you know, every spot on the toggle switch is like completely different. Because a lot um, a lot nice. of sounds, and then combination maybe with the light or you know the uh, i don't know low output 
pickups, it I don't know, it gives you room to go. Yeah. And so that with like the harness and the switching abilities of that, it's really cool. I did uh, use that for I guess a recent demo I released or video on YouTube, and people were like, "Wow, it's cool! You're you're playing a different guitar than just a humbucker <laughs> single, <laughs> like a single <laughs> humbucker and the bridge guitar." I'm like, oh, cool! You can get different posi- pickup positions, so that's cool. It's actually yeah. like have that. And something. So it means you can't borrow the uh, Hello Kitty one because that's yeah what it is. So it's a, <laughs> the same configuration. You can always borrow some of your, some of your guitars for like if I'm doing a demo and wanted to get like a Tele sound or something like that. Yeah, or even yeah. a humbucker in the neck sound. Yeah, well, I have that um, the Tele, the other Tele, the Squire Tele that I have that has you know dual humbucker, mm-hmm. or even the. Um, super strat the super strat i have that has the brandon wound um super distortion like yeah um but yeah mm-hmm. i mean that i think uh, final answer telly yeah. telly style even yep. like a off-the-shelf mexican made telly well, even if it had three positions you oh, yeah. be like, i can make that i think that they're very versatile yeah but uh what, what, what about you doug what do you think yeah so I, the cool thing is i mean even in the short journey i've tried a lot of different pickups because mm-hmm. of just my affinity to tinker. <laughs> so even, even, you know, the first Squire, uh, vintage modified Strat I had, I threw some Seymour Duncans in it and, and, nice. you know, liked it. So, I, and now, even now with the three that I have, I've got the, the Les Paul Jr. So I've got two P90s in there. Um, and then I've got my SG Epiphone that's got the Brandon Wound 59s in it. Hell yeah. And then, the Starla, the PRS, they it also has humbuckers, but they're they're much. I I guess they might it might be because they might be a bit lower in output, but they're more they're almost jangly, like especially on the clean side. Oh yeah, they're not a traditional humbucker, but I dig the way they sound. Um, do, and you can split the coils on uh, that one too. Yeah, I was about to ask, do they do any of your guitars have like split coil deals? Yeah, well the the. The Epiphone, the SG had the split coils, mm-hmm. but when I got the Brandon ones, I didn't want to bother. I'm like, there's no need. I don't need it. So, you know, I got the Gun Street harness and, um, you know, it's just straight humbuckers. But yeah, the Starla, the, the PRS has split and, you know, it does a good job. I mean, it, it, you're never going to get a true single coil with a split, but yeah. it definitely does the job. It helps me hear the difference. But and then, so um, if I were to like think about what's that? Sorry. Sorry. I. I don't, you you probably already said, but for the Starla, it has just two humbuckers, right? Yes. So I mean, all, all yeah. your all your all your guitars have two humbuckers, or no, no, you have the two P90s, and I'm I'm talking about my answer. Yeah, right I, have the, I have the two P90s, right? And um, yeah, and that's I mean, I've got a I've got a three way switch on on that one, but there's one volume and one tone. Yeah. On, on the on the Gibson, and it's the same thing with the Starla. It's a three way blade with, with just one tone and one. Uh, one volume mm-hmm. but just thinking about so all the guitars i've ever had I, I had i mentioned earlier i had a fender player strat which i missed very dearly because i did put a lot of work into that one and i've been a demarzio guy since my high school days in the, in the garage bands um yeah. you know on the humbucker side so in that player strat i put a couple of 61s in the neck and the middle and then put a heavy blues in the bridge and that's the best sounding guitar that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, for me, it's going to be single coil, you know, um, definitely. Three single Leading coils? Leading towards the neck pickup on a Strat. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, that heavy blues is a higher output single coil. Yeah. So in the bridge, it has a lot of punch, you know, yeah, it gets, it can get that strat quack shit, but you know, it's got some punch to it cause it's higher output. Yeah. So that's where I would lean. Definitely. Yeah. For me, I think probably the most versatile would be SSH strat. Okay. Cause to me, I'm like, okay, it can humbucker in the bridge and then the two single coils. If you want to get like a mix of those, you know, you can do it. And if you want to go straight, just rock punk or whatever, just flip it to the bridge humbucker. And I say that, and I don't have that yeah. configuration <laughs> in any of my guitars. Right. I think I just, I used to with my Squire was a SSH, just with stock. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember being able to get cool sounds out of it. But then I just, I really, for me, I've catered, or not catered, but I, you know, changed all my guitars to like fit my playing style, which is just a bridge humbucker volume only. Probably don't even need the volume. Well, you're going for uh, weight relief, so you're going for speed. Yeah, take yeah, out those I, other pickups. I, 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 just, I just, I just don't use them, and <laughs> that's just for the music that I play. But if like I'm like creating something, it's it is useful to have the other pickup. Um, one, I would say I, I mentioned the you know single single humbucker in a strat is that's what Adam in just in case plays, and he's always been like a. P90 SG guy for years. I think he still has his old P90 SG that he's played, you know, since they were back in Jersey. It's all just fuck, nice. fucked up. It's like, he's like, well, I don't want to get rid of it because I can't really. But it's also like, I just don't want to play it because I like my, he, he got like a, what, a player series or whatever the uh, Mexican strat is now. Or, yeah, the player series. Yeah. yeah. Player, yeah. Um, or maybe it's the like. Player series. Or it, I can't remember what it was, but it was. <laughs> It might be like the American Special Strat or something like that. Okay. But he has whatever that. Whatever replaced the Highway 1 or whatever. Something like that, yeah. And then it's like single, single, like humbucker. It's all stock pickups, and he's like loving the pickup options that you can do. Like He's he's doing like just for different sounds for the band. Um, he's like, oh, if I need to get something a little different. He was playing on my uh, Fractal out of practice. And he was like, oh, well, I'm not going to change anything on here. I'm like, no, I can change the amp. He's like, no, I'll just roll the pickups down or change the tone on here and to get the sound that worked for him. Mm-hmm. And then for his bands that he plays, and he does some like cover gigs in different groups. And he's like, oh, this guitar, he's not even a pedal guy, really. He's like, this guitar will get all my sounds that I need. I'll manipulate the pickups and change that. I'm like, oh, that makes sense because that's what in my head would work if you're trying to get some, some cleaner sounds and kind of maybe roll it to like right. the in, in between sounds and maybe get like the one coil from the humbucker and then that middle one or whatever or like roll it just to the neck to do like some of those strat sounds or like the in between quacky stuff that like you were saying you can get that out of out of it I'm like that would be a good like one guitar if you're going to have one to try and get this all the sounds you know yeah yeah but as yeah, far as I like agree. My favorite, maybe we could do uh, another one of like, what's your guys' favorite p- pickup style? For me, it's the, the it's the one humbucker in the bridge volume. That's it. I'll always use that, and I can do everything I ever want with that. Even clean right. sounds, I can get out of that, and it's totally fine. People are like, I oh, wasn't it like too like no, it's fine. It's I will be able to manipulate my amp and pedals to get that sound for recording if I need to change it, and for live, it's always just a dirty clean. Anyways, don't nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. I'd say for me it's two humbuckers just with a toggle in the middle, you know, mm-hmm. just like a three-way. It's a three-way. You don't even need to like split the coils and stuff. No. Yeah, because I have 
Um, and then I guess it even goes for those um, the Trons too. But the my Super Strat is probably my my most favorite sounding. Uh-huh. But the Trons is my favorite to play, like yeah. the feel of it. And that probably says right. something on the guitar. Yeah, the guitar and partially, like the, partially with the maybe it's the frets too because that's stainless. Oh yeah, that's the, the only stainless guitar, guitar with stainless. with a thinner neck. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think better sounding would be that um, the Super Strap. Because I don't know, I I find it a really one of the my favorite clean sounds is like pickups, whether it's single coil Tellys, single coil Jazzmaster, or like, two humbuckers, just in the middle. Not even, you know, just, oh, yeah. that's the best clean yeah. for me. I like the middle. I'm yeah. Them. But for drive, it's got to be just the humbucker and the bridge. But what about you, Doug? Uh, yeah, I got to go the same way. Um, mm-hmm. My my SG, you know, with the two branded wounds, the 59s. And again, it, it it's a recent development with the AC-15. You know, I didn't realize what I was missing. I knew that when I put them in, they obviously sounded you know, leaps and bounds better than the stock Epi pickups, but playing it through the AC-15, I can now completely tell, you know, how good Jared is at building pickups because yeah. they sound amazing. It's a completely different feel. And it, I, I fell in love with the guitar again. I, I forget who I was talking. I think it might've been Will Lehu saying that, you know, I was toying with the idea of either trading that or selling it so I could get a Strat back in my life. But after plugging it in, I'm not getting rid of it. I'll I'll dig up money somewhere else to get a strat yeah. down the road because I just love the way it sounds and yeah I, I I'm not sure if it's you know a neck or a, or a bridge thing or a middle thing for me it's just the overall sound and mm-hmm. that's versatile enough for especially the the old school rock music that I like to jam to so yeah just the the three sounds you can get out of it yeah it's, uh yeah it's fucking I don't know it's it's money you know. And yeah, exactly. to, to me, I, I very rarely just use the neck. It's but money. It's cool that it's there. You know, it's just money, baby. <laughs> like, oh, I know exactly what he means. Uh, to me, yeah, to me, I'm like, I'll, I'll like, I very rarely ever use neck only, but that two pickup sound, both the bridge and the neck, com- you know, the combo, it just always just works, no matter very what thick pickup. And full. Yeah, yes. it, it's round and it has the. You know the chiminess of the the bridge and stuff like that, and then the fullness. Yep. It, it's just right there. It's right in the middle. <laughs> Stupid yeah. as that is. All right, that's cool. That's uh, you know, I think we were those just, are fun. Yeah, I think we, I mean, we've talked about it. I mean, but uh, Doug makes a hell of a pedal. The fat guy, a little coat fuzz. <laughs> Check it out at Thirty Seven Effects. You know, did you want to talk about it for a little bit? Your uh, or, what you got? In yeah, there, sure. So I mean, I got I got a I got a new price structure. So good on everyone who already bought one. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> prices went up just a little bit. I didn't go nuts, you know. I'm not going to do that to people. But the way I'm setting it up now so people understand is that there's going to be two tiers. There's, you know, sort of like a basic. It'll be like a one-week build time. Yeah. The enclosure's just like, a you know, a brushed aluminum. You know, nice. I do a nice job sanding, put a nice texture in it. And uh, black graphics and the hardware of your choice, that's 100 100 bucks. So it's still, you know, reasonable and, and you get the full scope of the pedal. And yeah. then, you know, obviously I've done a lot more custom. It, it started with you, Brian, when you requested yeah, yeah, that yeah. hot pink. Um, I think, I forget who it was. It might've been Will again when I was telling the story that you reached out for, you know, hey, you, can you do a hot pink? 
And I said, yes. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> and it sort of caught you off guard. And he's like, yeah, it was hot pink chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, it started with that and it's obviously branched out. Um, yeah, you're catching, you're, and, I just, I just see all these different colors that are coming out. I'm like, oh man. But it it was like, yeah, it was funny. Cause I'm like, I never said I couldn't do a custom work yes, or whatever. Yeah. yeah that's why I just said to RJ. Yeah. yeah it was RJ. <laughs> RJ's like, well, you never told me that you could fucking do custom. Like mm-hmm. I want to see foam one. I was like, well, I never said I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the exactly. squeaky wheel gets the grease. You know, my use friend. Your words. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta ask. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's a confidence thing too. I mean, you know, it, it started off with, and I'm being honest. I mean, you know, I made the pedal. I thought it sounded good. Some people bought it and dug it. But, you know, even in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, all right, to being nice. And then, you know, it started gaining some traction. And, and you know, I, I've gotten rid of that self-doubt. And it started with the, the sound. And then it, it went to, you know, the the finishes. I mean, mm-hmm. I I love to do the, the custom colors. And, you know, expanding on that has been a cool learning experience for me. But, you know, now that I've gotten a handle on painting, like my dad would be super proud of my spray paint skills now. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, cause like that was his thing, you know, and he tried to teach me when I was young, but as a douchebag teenager, it was like, ah, dad, you know, I'm, I'm busy. I'm going to hang out with the guys. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be super proud of me. Nice. But, awesome. um, so anyway, real quick, the, the, so custom colors, love doing them, love to talk about them. So a custom color, Fat Guy Little Coat's 125 bucks. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of labor involved in that. You know, I'm a one man show. Um, you know, a lot of balls in the air juggling. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to try to make it, you know, feasible economically. So, uh, yeah, so those prices just rolled out. And, uh, you know, again, I just started with the, uh, the PCB. So you guys can actually road test. You got, you've got an old school and a, and a new school there. Yeah. But, I think we um, should do a, a video shootout. Yeah. <laughs> you see, like they yeah, sound exactly. Yeah, exactly. The same. And uh, Doug, so it, where, where can they find yeah. you on this? Where can they find you to contact? Yeah, you that's that? I, that's a good point. Thanks for the coaching. <laughs> well, I forget <laughs> that sometimes. So right now, it's pretty much exclusively Instagram. I am working on a website, but it's slow going. I will get there. Um, but Instagram's been working well for me. So it's thirty seven effects, and you know, I'm the kind of guy that makes it really hard for you to find stuff. So. It's the word 30, the number seven FX on Instagram. So you can, you know, uh, I'm, I'm posting, I think too much sometimes, at least, you know, (laughs) I don't go a day without posting something. Um, so, you know, all the color combos that I have done are, are there to look at, to give people ideas, but I'm always willing to talk about something different. Um, so, and then you can just DM me, you know, we're working through PayPal, just like a lot of, a lot of places do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll get the website up. I'm hoping for after the new year for the website. And actually, uh, sometime after the new year, not too long, it is a new, I got a new pedal I'm, I'm working on. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, it may or may not be Range Master based, but, you know, something like that. But I, I got some stuff cooking. So, you know, because, uh, we'll, but we'll definitely keep I'm an gonna eye ride out. The, I'm going to ride the fat guy for as long as I can. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah well make sure to check out Doug and his pedals uh, thank you so much for joining us on the main episode it's long- oh, I was excited yeah I was so excited when you when you asked um, you know you guys were it was uh, Guitar Knobs was the first gear related podcast I listened to and they mentioned you early and this is going back a couple of years now and then I started listening to to you guys so this is a this is a pleasure and an honor for me to be on the show because I love you dudes I mean 
just for what you do and the the people you are. You know, I'll I'll stop because I'll get emotional. Stop crying, like you bitch, made me but, cry. Dude. Um, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, I, this this has been again an honor and a pleasure. Yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Oh yeah, it's good good times, good hangs. You're, you know, we'll, we'll get you back on for sure. Maybe maybe when you, when you do the the announcement for the new pedal, we'll we'll, we'll do something again. Yeah. All right. But, yeah. That would be cool. And real quick, listen. I mean, we got we got a pretty book schedule on Masters of the Cinematic Universe, but. You know, if there's a movie you want to do, hit us up and, you know, we'll have you on. Yeah. Both of you together separately. Uh, Brian and I you know, don't work well had, together. We're having yeah, yeah. guests on, so it'd be great to have you on if there's a flick that you want to do. I, I think, um, I think so. Kyle called it. We got to do the mask. Come on and do the mask. <laughs> yeah. I, that, you know what? That'd be a blast. It's a great I haven't movie. Seen so, that in, you know, in, in years. But, yeah. Hell yeah. Let's, uh, we're we're going to do our outro here. I uh, just want to thank, uh, you know, Everybody for tuning into the Tone Jerks podcast. Uh, you know, if you like what you hear, you can uh, follow along on social media. We're on uh, Instagram at the Tone Jerks. We have a Facebook group. Search the Tone Jerks and you'll find it. And they're actually both linked in the description. Uh, you know, of the episode, the, sh- the show notes that nobody reads probably. <laughs> I'll, I'll also, <laughs> I know I'll, I don't. I also will link. Uh, you know, thirty seven effects in there too. But you know, nobody reads those anyway. They will now. No, I look. I it's rare for me. Yeah. <laughs> But if you really like what you hear, you can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But if you double down for 2 bucks a month, you get an extra episode every week. And you get the whole back catalog, you know, too. You get an RSS feed, uh, you know, to your favorite podcatch, you know, podcatcher there. And you get, like, I think we have, like, over 140 bonus episodes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> so if you, if you like it, you know, you get something for, you know, your, your shekels there. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, for the support, we wanted to, you know, give you a huge shout out, sizable acknowledgement. Kyle, you got a list over there? I got it right here. You got to give it to me. All right. Uh, we have Andrew Walsh from the... Oh, God, I already fucked it up. <laughs> First one. Keep, you're keeping <laughs> this in, too. Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove. Because <laughs> all of my fuck-ups I cut out, yeah. and all yours I'll leave in. But if you're going to be editing, <laughs> it's going to be the opposite way. I'm going to just make you sound like an asshole. No, you'll cut all, you'll, you'll cut <laughs> all my, like, um... Yeah, I'm going to make those laughs. like, yeah. make it a super track. Dude, some of those videos on YouTube are the funniest things. I die laughing. Oh, or they boy. take, like, an infomercial, yeah. and they only cut in the... <sighs> Uh, and so the guy's like he's yes. pointing at something he's slapping his leg but then he's just making noises he's like trying to sell furniture to you and he's just making the most ridiculous noises yeah oh my god yeah. i can't i can't breathe on some of those all right adam roar from the let me hear podcast doug king doug chris from 37 effects doug chris from here yeah we know that <laughs> from guy. this podcast who <laughs> abe newman <That> dick yeah <laughs> abe newman michael newman Nicholas Payson, Nicholas Ogburn, Colin Smith, Jason Fuzzmonger, Joe from Like My Pedals, and Will from the Just Surprise Me podcast, Romyorn, Jamie Davis, Jim Bowers, Johnny Ray, Steve Mike. That page is so dirty. What the hell did you spill on there? Oatmeal or something? <laughs> Oatmeal. Like, it's all folded. It looks it looks like uh like a treasure map. They they see like, oh here's like With the burn burned edges. <laughs> yeah, burned edges. <laughs> the you know, goonies. One of these days we're gonna be able to like print like like write these out and then we could <laughs> Have it on the phone, even instead of a piece of paper. <laughs> Dude, I like writing people's names. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel like I know them. I don't know anyone on this list. Yeah, 
<laughs> and then on the other side, you got your cartoons. You got what, Mickey Mouse over there or something? You drawing? <laughs> no, my stupid scribble drawings. All right, it's a flip book. <laughs> the whole time, that's what I'm doing. I'm going. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, Steve Mike, Steve Ralph from Sixty Cycle Hum, Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars, Co Schneider from the Flip and Flippers Podcast, Brett Alexander. Alvaro Viramontes, Brian from Nutter Guitars, Mel Chipson of Chipson Guitars. Yeah. God damn, I, I came across an unrelated Instagram page yeah. to Chipson. Yeah. They are fucking yes. hilarious. Yeah. The, was it the pick yeah, storage? Yeah. It's like underneath yeah. the fretboard. Yeah. <laughs> like that, yes. That's I saw that one gonna, today. That's where you're going to keep your pick. Somebody like, was commenting like in earnest about like, well, that would jangle too much and make the strings vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> like, you stupid fuck. Yeah. God. I, like, I scrolled through, like, probably hundreds today and just was laughing the whole time. Yeah, like, some dumb yeah. fuck was like, that wouldn't work because it would make the strings vibrate. I'm like, you... Oh. <laughs> even, even yeah, like the joke right over your head, but... Yeah, they do, like, short videos. It's like... We've ripped off countless guitars. Yeah. Even, we're still <laughs> cranking away. Yeah, we violated so many, you know, environmental. <laughs> oh, so stupid. Yes. Oh, uh, where was I? Uh, there we go. Chipson, duh. Mel Chipson of Chipson Guitars. Yeah. Sean Fahey. Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. Sean Wright. From Lollygagger Effects makes the Canalia and the Cherry Box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. Uh, in the works. I want to get a, a maybe a bonus episode. Doug, let's say it on the air. Doug, Chris, my dad, my dad, and Sean. <laughs> he, we're just <laughs> muted. We just let you guys talk. Yeah, no, that it'll be a bonus. I, I'm just gonna play. Uh, you know, producer. <laughs> just turn Jamie, on. Jamie, put it up on the board. That would be good. Brian, on the TV. Can you pull something up? <laughs> Jamie, stop And my dad still doesn't know what a podcast is. Ben, shut up. <laughs> Your Brian, comfort is not paramount. Shut up. <laughs> You're on the clock. <laughs> Juan Ortiz <laughs> from Tone Hungry Effects. Mike Oxbig. Uh, Hugh G-Rection. <laughs> uh, apparently that's a thing to do, like, to change your name on a lot of these, like, um, video conferences, but they're they're all about changing it to... Dick, they're all dick, dick jokes. Yeah, that's a good way to go. I like it. Anita Dick or something <laughs> like that. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> um, uh, Zach Hale, Eric Merrill from YouTube, Scott Hamilton from the Effects Loop Podcast, Tim Noick from Bardic Audio Devices, and Jonathan Jeruzic from 12th Hour Devices. There we go. That's the list. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Good Thank people you so there. much. Good people. All right. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Doug. Uh, we will. Pleasure, man. Thank you. See you next week. Bye-bye.